We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest covering the Oregon Ducks on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Got some big news to break down in this episode of the podcast. Big commitment for the Ducks, and joining me to break it all down is the Director of Recruiting at Sports Illustrated, John Garcia. How we doing, John? Doing well. Not as well as uh, Dan Lanning and company tonight. Uh, big, big win on the trail, for sure. No doubt about it. So let's get into it. The big commitment of the day comes from Picayune, Mississippi, running back Dante Dowdell. Uh, he announced his commitment to Oregon over a host of other highly, uh, I was going to say highly touted, but other uh, elite programs. Some big names like Old Miss, Tennessee, Florida State were all in the mix. Uh, just kind of wanted to get some of your initial thoughts on this one. I know we got your evaluation, but wanted to get it in podcast form, I guess, and some of your thoughts here. Yeah, big big win for Oregon on the trail. Carlos Lachlan uh, was was really uh, able to pull this one out in the end. You know, Dante was a kid who we kind of initially pegged between Ole Miss and Tennessee. Look, he's a Mississippi kid, so we certainly thought that the the Rebels were in good standing. I checked in with a source in Oxford 48 hours ago. They they said that things looked like they were trending uh, towards the SEC West program. Uh, so here at the 11th hour, uh, Oregon swoops in and pulls a, a major commitment and, and some would say an upset on the recruiting trail relative to the, the SEC schools in the mix. You mentioned uh, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas was, was also in there to a degree. Uh, so this is another kind of uh, planning the flag moment uh, for the Ducks, right? You know, reminding folks that, yes, it's still a national brand, still able to dip into the South and pull elite talent uh, and, and Dowdle's one of these interesting backs that is a bit of a throwback, big physical downhill, no nonsense, a decisive back with great body control uh, plays in, in a single wing style offense where he's really unable to gather a lot. So it's, it's very instinctive running and very responsibility driven running, meaning he's, he's got to stick to the assignment or bounce and he's got less time to make that decision because of the nature of that offense. So, you know, you're getting an instinctive running back uh, headed to Eugene, uh, but he brings some SEC power uh, along with it, you know, and, and obviously, you know, the last two administrations now at Oregon have, have wanted to build that thing 
from the ground up. So obviously that starts in the trenches, but when you start to think about complements to that, tone setting running backs fit in uh, quite nicely. And I think this was the nice combination of, you know, using, using that Southern footprint, you know, that this coaching staff has ties to a premium position guy uh, who, who was out there for the taking, you got him on campus early in the spring uh, and all of that, you know, uh, rolled into a really important commitment early on for the ducks. Again, reminding folks in the South that, you know, Oregon is truly a national brand that can dip into any region and contend for for big time recruits. This was no doubt a huge win for Carlos Lachlan, who's uh, from the southeast himself, a native of, of Alabama, and showing that he can go out there and get his second, maybe even third, if you want, you could argue, his third running back from that region with Jordan James being from Tennessee, and then Noah Whittington, the Western Kentucky transfer, originally being from the Peach State, uh, being Georgia, but. The thing that was kind of interesting about this commitment for me, John, is you talked about his running style and it was it was kind of um, I don't want to say a, a surprise, but after you saw what you did in the spring game with Oregon, just throwing the ball over the place. I think you get a commitment like this and it shows that even though Oregon's looking to to throw the ball more, they're still known as a running school. And Carlos Lachlan's going to keep that running back room just stocked with elite options. Yeah, you know, you've got to be balanced. Everybody, you know, is going to throw the ball. Look, it's 2022. I think everybody understands that. Uh, the fans should as well. But you, you've got to set the tone and keep the defense honest and and on balance. You know, if you become one-dimensional, it's that much easier to defend. And that's certainly not something that Dan Landing or Kenny Dillingham uh, would want uh, on, on their side of the football. And then obviously Carlos Lachlan uh, has, has, you know, worked with Dillingham in the past. He's, he's been involved. Um, with, with some of these coaches. Uh, so that that mesh of culture and desire, uh, I think, you know, is, is still closer to balance than, than anything that would be one dimensional. Uh, and then, like I said, you know, Dowdle's a tone setter. This is a, a guy who's a no nonsense, decisive type of running back, uh, 2,500 yards last year, state championship to his name as a junior, really a breakout campaign for him. Uh, and, and that's why his recruitment went from regional to national as a result. Uh, so, you know, this is a timely get uh, for Oregon as well. It, it looked like some of those other programs in the mix, you know, Arkansas has the biggest class in the SEC. Tennessee's trending up. Ole Miss recently uh, picked up their quarterback commitment and, and it looked like they could go on a little bit of a recruiting run here. So to combat all of that in one sweeping move, I think is a really strong statement. For the Ducks. But yeah, we know they're going to run the football. We know the, the mentality of, of the head coach uh, and even Kenny Dillingham as an offensive coordinator. We understand that the desire is is balance and to present, um, you know, a, a true threat uh, to the defense via the run and the pass. Uh, not not any one thing uh, without, uh, you know, thought for the other. John, you mentioned how it was a significant win for Oregon on the trail with him being a Mississippi guy and Oregon getting his commitment over the likes of Ole Miss. And Lane Kiffin's obviously one of the most highly regarded offensive minds in college football. So there's all of that. But maybe something that comes off of that, I think, is Dan Lanning takes the job and you can you know he's an elite recruiter. Him and Tosh Lupoy, they'll be able to contend for some of these elite defensive names, Jaden Wayne, Mateo Uyunglele, a few that come to mind. But this commitment kind of shows 
or reinforces rather, we've already seen it, that they're still going to be getting these elite names, whether it be Kyler Casper, Jurion Dickey. But I, I think that that's a, another kind of good thing to see from Oregon uh, and that they're starting to get things rolling here in the spring and, and kind of getting a mixture of guys on both sides of the ball. And good to be back in the South. You know, that, that last coaching staff obviously had a lot of ties, you know, to, to Alabama, to Atlanta and into Florida. Uh, so that was one of the question marks, right? How was that going to carry over uh, with, with Dan Lanning's staff, given their ties to the region? It's one thing to have those ties and, and project moving forward, like, hey, Oregon's going to do some things in, in the footprint. But once you actually win a recruitment head-to-head with multiple SEC schools, it, it really is a reinforcer, as you said, um, and especially at this position, right? I mean, this is a if Arkansas wants you as a running back, you're a tone setter. You know, Ole Miss was a smash mouth running team last year, even with their quarterback, for goodness sakes. You you have plenty of ability. So uh, I do think that all of those boxes were, you know, it's there's a long way to go here uh, towards signing day. Um, I, I think new targets will emerge. The spring evaluation period is still here. Uh, so we thought this could maybe be the beginning of a run for another program, but what if this is the beginning of, of, of a run of Oregon recruiting footprint extensions into the South under this current coaching staff? I could, I could totally see something like that happening with Landing, with Lock, Lachlan, I should say, uh, and some of the other assistant coaches that are, are there on board in Eugene. You know, this, this creates a little bit of a ripple effect, and now other prospects in that footprint are kind of saying, oh, he's going to Oregon. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, we, we still hear great things, you know, perceptionally uh, with, with Oregon from, from recruits all over the country because of the brand that has been developed over, I guess, now the last four coaching staffs that, that have been there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I want to stay on that point for a second with you, John, just as far as going into the South and um, and staying in the South. Um, sorry, one second. My, my mom just got in. I want to make sure she knew I was recording. 
Um, but on that topic, so sorry, back to the South. Oregon has continually laid the foundation on the West Coast. But this new staff, their approach from the jump was really just sending out a lot of offers in the Southeast. But it's important that you don't lose sight of the West Coast. Wanted to get some, some, <clears throat> excuse me, some of your thoughts on Oregon attacking the South so aggressively, when, which is really kind of a risky move because a lot of these guys, they've been getting courted by Texas A&M, Georgia, Bama since their eighth grade year. But you got to play. You got to play ball. I mean, that, that's the name of the game in recruiting. Um, Oregon is one of these programs, Max. You know this. They they really can't recruit a whole ton of talent locally. You know, you have to extend that footprint. Uh, and and in the West Coast, it's it's pretty evident, right? The Seattle area, Los Angeles, the Bay Area. I mean, those are no brainer areas for the program to continue to pull from. And that dips down to San Diego, uh, eventually Las Vegas, kind of that whole corridor of of the Pac-12 footprint. But even beyond that, Oregon, when it is rolling, it has always been able to recruit nationally, going into Texas, going into the rest of that Bible Belt, the SEC, ACC footprint, uh, where there's just more talent. I mean, it just is what it is at this point. And I think when, when you're, you're looking at a, a staff that at the very top is defensive-minded under Dan Lanning, but then has balance thereafter, uh, you know you've got to go down south to compete. Uh, with the guys who can get it done. I mean, just again, look look at a national title roster um, any year in the last 10 to 15 years, and it is littered with Southern talent, even if the school, like Ohio State in 2014, for instance, isn't located in the South per se. Uh, you have to recruit nationally. I don't care if you're in the fertile, the most fertile states in the country. If you're a school in, in California, in Texas, in Florida, in Georgia, the top four states in, in you know, football talent, you still have to pull uh, those from outside of the state and oftentimes outside of the region as well. I mean, look at Georgia this past year. I mean, their best receiving threat was Brock Bowers, a kid from Napa Valley, California, right? So you have to be able to push outside of, of your natural footprint. And, you know, Oregon's one of those schools that has always had to do it. So even when there's a transition in the coaching staff, they, they're a little bit more equipped uh, to make it and hit the ground running with that same mentality. Dan Lanning continues to push nationally for Oregon, reinforcing that national brand, which is alive and well in Eugene. Um, just something that comes to mind, how does Dowdell's uh, commitment here impact the current roster and moving forward, right? I think Oregon's in a good position right now with the mixture of types they and styles they have at running back. Byron Carwell looks like the guy for this year, but there's a bunch of other guys that are going to be hungry for snaps. You got Noah Whittington, who I mentioned earlier, comes over from Western Kentucky, well acquainted with Carlos Lachlan. You also have Sean Dollars, who's coming off an injury and looked great in the spring game. Um, and then you also have Jordan James, who isn't even here yet, and Marquise Bucky Irving, who comes over from Minnesota. I believe all those guys are in position to be on the roster again in 2023. So we'll see if the Ducks look to add more names at running back in 2023. A couple of names to keep an eye on are Roderick Robinson, Another Lincoln guy out of San Diego, same high school as Jalil Florence and Jalil Tucker. Richard Young from your neck of the woods out in Lehigh Acres, Florida. Um, but the Ducks are certainly picking up some good momentum here uh, at the running back position. And I'm sure that they're looking to snowball that. Um, before we get you out of here, John, I had a couple more points that I wanted to kind of get on, hit on rather. Um, 
kind of related to quarterback recruiting just a little bit. Um, I'm sure that you saw that, that Jaden Rashad is going to be making his way out to Eugene for another visit this weekend, uh, an unofficial, which I think is a good thing for Oregon since they want to get him back on campus ultimately for an official. But I think one of the things that kind of comes to mind, Oregon obviously wants to have their quarterback in the fold, but what are they doing in the meantime? They're putting good pieces around him, whether it be uh, the offensive line with Josh Connerly or some skill talent. What, what do you kind of think about that as far as kind of factoring into the pitch? You don't have your quarterback yet, but you're trying to kind of aid your situation by bringing in some good pieces. Yeah, Max, that's a good point. You know, it certainly makes things easier. It makes the pitch a little bit easier, particularly when it's a skill position talent that a kid like Jaden Rashad is familiar with. I'm sure he's connected with, with Jerry on Dickey at some point. I know at these seven on seven events that, that we've seen him at, I mean, he's mingling with players from, from all over the country that recognize the talent he has. I mean, these, these peers want to play with one another. I mean, it's just a part of college football recruiting in general. Every year we talk about package deals, right? They pop up kind of left and right. Um, and, you know, hey, who's to say Jaden Rashada doesn't become that with one of these wide receivers, whether it's Jerry on Dickey at Oregon, uh, Robbie Washington at Miami, one of the Texas A&M targets potentially from the state of Texas where he spent some time uh, and, and will visit A&M in the future. Who's to say that something like that couldn't materialize? Uh, and I know that that's something that every quarterback certainly desires to have uh, on the low level. So look, Jaden Rashad is uh, an important recruit for, for a lot of schools. Uh, we mentioned AM and Miami. I think LSU is going to get a visit here before all is said and done. Uh, so it's going to be a busy offseason or, or continue to be a busy offseason for Rashad. Uh, so you want to get as many visits. So if you grab an unofficial here, lock in an official visit later in the game, uh, you to contend all the way through. Uh, and that's really the name of the game at the quarterback position at this point because there's still a lot of big uncommitted names out there like Dante Moore, who's obviously uh, involved with Oregon as well. Uh, Arch Manning's the elephant in the room nationally. When he commits, he'll set off a bit of a ripple effect that could impact both Moore and Rashada, depending on where he ends up. So uh, it's always uh, kind of the beginning of, of how you look at a class and how it is to be shaped. And, and Jaden Rashada and, and both uh, Dante Moore as well are both going to be in the thick of that conversation for Oregon. So anytime you get a visit, it feels big. And, and that's another indicator of, of how national Oregon remains to be is that they've had elite talent on campus consistently throughout this off season um, and, and getting return trips from quarterbacks, guys at the very top of the board reemphasizes that point one more time. Yeah. A couple other guys that are going to be making their way out to Eugene. Uh, you got Jaden Wayne who announced an official visit to Oregon set for later next month. He's also going to be going out to Georgia I think that the Ducks are going to get an official for Mateo Uyunglele, who we mentioned earlier. So Ducks are, uh, it seems like they're doing the right things here as we're heading into these summer months, which are pivotal for any program, and especially for, for Dan Lanning in the first full recruiting cycle. Uh, John, before we get you out of here, I know you're doing a lot of awesome work with SIL American. You're, you're up late getting this recording with me, which I really appreciate. Um, but where can people find more of your work and, and what you have going on? Yeah, check us out at SI All American on all uh, social media platforms, or if you feel like typing a website in, uh, si.com slash college, and it'll uh, all be right there for you. All right, you guys got to make sure to tap in with John for all the latest and greatest of what he's following on the recruiting trail, particularly in Florida and the Southeast. That's where you can find him. 
If you guys want to find more of me, you can follow me on Twitter at MTaurus Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Taurus and find more written content about the Ducks over on DucksDigest.com. Big thank you to John for hopping on and talking about the latest commitment. Dante Dowdell will be a Duck. Carlos Lachlan and Oregon picking up a huge commitment out of the Southeast on Friday night. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.